The text that calls for our attention this Easter Sunday morning is our epistle reading for today from 1 Corinthians chapter 5, where Paul writes by the Spirit, Cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump, as you really are unleavened. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In perhaps the shortest of all of Jesus' parables, Jesus says that the kingdom of heaven is like a woman who works a little yeast into a large amount of flour until the whole amount of that flour is leavened. This short parable has always been a favorite of mine. I like it first because it is so short. It almost demands that you stop and think about it for a little bit. Secondly, it is profound in teaching how the kingdom of God often grows in an almost unnoticeable manner. And lastly, it has always captured my attention because it is rare in the Bible in the sense that it portrays yeast or leaven as something good. But you see, in the rest of the Bible, Leaven or yeast is almost never described as good. Jesus warns his disciples to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, their false teaching. In the Old Testament sacrificial system, with just a few exceptions, any bread that had leaven in it was never allowed to be offered for a sacrifice. And our epistle reading, as we just heard on this Easter Sunday morning, reminds us that a little leaven can ruin the whole loaf. Cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump as you really are unleavened, the Spirit writes through the pen of Paul. All of this talk of leaven, no doubt biblically, is traced back to that meal that the Israelites ate when they were leaving Egypt and then walking towards the promised land. They were to be prepared to leave just as soon as that plague hit and the Pharaoh said they could go. And part of being prepared to leave was the fact that they would have with them unleavened bread. For you see, the journey that they would be taking would not be short and leavened bread would simply not last long enough for the journey. But not only did they have that actual meal that they were eating on that day, but they also year after year remembered that day afterwards. They were told that they should celebrate a Passover meal every year so that they could remember that day when they walked where the Red Sea once rested all along with unleavened bread carried with them. Yes, there was a symbolism there in that bread that they carried. And that symbolism then was carried throughout their entire heritage. For at that meal that they celebrated every year, they again were to eat unleavened bread. But that was not the only regulation Not only were they supposed to eat unleavened bread at that meal, but before the meal could be had, they were to make sure there was no leaven in the entire house. 
One early Christian noted that the Jews in his day, in carrying out this regulation, were so strict about this rule that they even searched in any mouse holes they could find in order to find any leaven that had to be getting, got out of the house. There would be none of the old leaven remaining in the home at all. After that Passover meal, the next was the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which continued for another seven days. And on those seven days, of course, as the name suggests, they were not to eat any leavened bread. In fact, God said that anyone that ate leavened bread during that festival would be cut off from the people of Israel. You see, leaven in the Bible is almost always used as a symbol of evil or sin. And so in the Old Testament, when God was ridding the people of the evil of Egypt, well, he told them to use unleavened bread. When they were celebrating that meal each year, he told them to get rid of all leaven out of the house that they might recognize that sin needed to be banished. He told them that they should go forward as a new lump, since God's people by his grace were unleavened. They were without sin. So what does all this have to do with Easter? In writing all of the sermons this week, have I lost track of what service we're celebrating? Is it just a little too early today for a night owl like myself? Or perhaps is this all just some April Fool's joke I'm playing on you? Well, no. You see, all this talk about God's people being unleavened is actually perfect to help us understand what the point of Easter is. It helps us understand that there is a great blessing that comes to each of us because Jesus has died and because he is risen. For you see, Christ's death followed by his resurrection was always God's ultimate plan how to rid the world of evil forever. It was always the way in which he would get rid of evil in each one of our lives. The scripture tells us that Jesus' death was the thing that got rid of the transgressions or sins in our lives. And now that the resurrection has occurred, we are free to walk in newness of life. We're free to live a new life, free of the leaven of evil, beginning now and continuing forever with him. So do you understand why this little text from Corinthians is a fine epistle reading for this Easter sunrise service? Well, I hope you do, because today is all about being new. It's all about putting the old things away and rejoicing in the newness that God has given to us. You see, our epistle reading is a call to rejoice in the newness of life that God has given to each one of us. We are to rejoice in it by living in it day by day. It's a call that we might not think of Easter morning as just something that happened to Jesus or something that will happen to us one day but also to remember that already now we have been raised up with Christ. Yes, it's a call to recognize that in our baptisms, we've not only been connected to Christ's death, but we've been raised up by his resurrection. 
dear child of God, the good news of this holy week is this. You are now unleavened. All the evil in your life, it has been cast out by Christ. The way that you used to boast in your proficiency in doing evil, well, that is forgotten. You're free to go forward and walk in newness of life. And all of this is not because you've done something right, but rather it is solely because God wants you to have these blessings. It is totally by grace. It is totally the gift of God. It's something he wanted you to have, not because you had earned it, but simply because he loves you. And so you are unleavened. You have been made holy. You are raised up. So celebrate this day in your life, the festival of the resurrection, not with the old leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Don't leave here today and return to the filth of your sins. Don't leave here today and refuse to be reconciled to those who have sinned against you. Don't leave here thinking that you will keep just a little leaven in your life, maybe tucked into one small mouse hole of your life. For even just a little leaven left in your life will work out into your entire life and ruin it all. Yes, we as individuals and as a community of faith should walk in the newness of life that God has given to us. We should encourage one another to walk as Christ would have us walk, as new creations raised up in our baptisms to a new life. We should not act as if it's okay if we or one in our midst thinks that they can hold to a particular sin without repentance. Now, one to another, we must encourage each other to repent and then to be raised up and to walk again in newness of life. For if anyone refuses to do this, well, then they become leaven that must be cast out as well. For a little leaven can not only ruin an individual but it can ruin a whole group of Christians' lives together. The reality that you are unleavened is as certain as the fact that Jesus is no longer inside that tomb carved into the hillside. And I hope that you understand this fully. For you see, Jesus didn't die and rise for himself. He had life already. If all he was doing on Easter morning was giving life to himself, well, then he could have remained in heaven all along with his life. But instead, he did it for you. And so this Easter is as much about your resurrection as it is his, precisely because he has decided it should be so. For you have no resurrection at all if you don't have Christ. But with him, you are raised up. You are made new. You are unleavened. Now have no doubt when you gather to celebrate something as glorious as Christ's resurrection, Satan will be up and running trying to ruin it all for you. He'll try to get you today to believe that this message you have heard is not really good news at all. He'll try to convince you that leavened bread, well that tastes much better than its unleavened counterpart 
They'll tell you that you need to keep some of that sin in your life in order that it might be more tasty. And if he can't convince you to just keep all your sin, oh, he'll be satisfied if you just keep a little sin and don't confess that to God. He'll be more than happy because he knows too that just a little leaven will in time work its way throughout the whole life. Satan wants you to believe today that leaven is good for you. He wants you to forget that leaven is the very symbol of evil. He wants you to forget that God has called us to cast out that leaven. And generally how he does this is he will tell you that after all, evil is pretty fun and it brings a lot of pleasure. He will try to convince you today that to have your leaven, your evil taken away from you, is an assault on your happiness. But the devil, he's a liar. He's the father of all lies. He doesn't know what to do other than deceive. And so let us focus on the truth. The truth is, as our last hymn said, Jesus is risen and we shall arise. Glory to God. Alleluia. That's the truth that we celebrate today. Although if I were to go back and rewrite this hymn a little, at least for the sermon today, I might change just a few words. For this hymn says that Jesus is arisen and we shall arise. And that's certainly true. We will be raised up on the last day. But just as easily this hymn could be written, Jesus is arisen and we are raised up. It's a present reality. You are unleavened. You are free to go about your newness of life. And if this is all true, what else could you do but cast out the old leaven today in words of repentance? We have no use for that stuff anymore. For our Passover lamb, Christ our Lord, has been sacrificed. So then let us celebrate today this great festival of the resurrection, not with the old leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. For yes, Christ has died and he is risen. And you? Well, you are unleavened. You're free from sin and its power. You are risen as well. Hallelujah and amen.